0: Hey, guys, it's Devin. Uh, Josh and I want to thank you all for all the overwhelming love and support we're already getting. It means the world to us. Uh, This is the first episode, our first real episode. It's on cancel culture. So stay tuned. It's coming up. Pour yourself a drink and uh, have a listen.
1: Josh,
0: Devin, are we going to get it this time? Let's try it again. Let's try it again. Let's bring it back. This is the second time that we've recorded this episode,
1: uh, and it's my fault. It's my Uh, fault. uh, uh, Maybe. Well, yeah, it's definitely your fault. Let's have a little recollection of the events. First, you are listening to the Hill All Die On podcast, Oh yeah, and we are going to be talking about cancel culture, but we got a little bit of a story that Devin wants to tell.
0: Yeah, well, we recorded this video last night, and, uh, well, I got far too drunk. I called Ellen DeGeneres some mean words, um, and then I rap-fucked all of Josh's MREs and passed out. (laughs) That's basically what happened. Um, And then, you know, listening to the recording in the morning, it,
1: it was awful, so... So, oh, you got your glasses on now. I got my glasses on, so it's going to be quite a scholarly discussion. Oh, no. We are drinking, uh, still drinking whiskey. Of course. Of course. But we put it in coffee because it's somewhat earlier in the day than than we're used to. Isn't it bad when 2 p.m. starts to feel like the morning? Yeah. (laughs) It's been a
0: rough weekend. What does that mean? (laughs) Yeah, exactly. We are, well... What we, well, we counted, what we drank so far this week, this week, and it was
1: three handles. We're also halfway down a fourth handle right now. Um, yeah, yeah, and, uh, and two bottles. Well, I like to drink when I uh, when you do anything. Do anything? Yeah, you so, just uh, like to drink. <laughs> disclaimer, PSA, CYA, drink responsibly. Drink responsibly,
0: um, which means put whiskey in your coffee. Instead of having it neat, yeah, because you
1: can't drink it as fast. Exactly, because the coffee's hot. Responsible. See, being responsible. Yeah, exactly. We we should just give life advice to people. We really could. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So, what are we talking about today? We're talking about cancel culture. Cancel culture. You have a statement that you want to make about cancel culture, don't you? Yeah. Yeah, I do. Um, Cancel
0: culture as we all know, is bad. And I know know this isn't the most controversial first episode because I think a lot of people would agree with us uh, on cancel culture, how how we stand on it. But um, I I think I want to dive into it more. Um, So cancel culture, in our opinion, is in an effort for tolerance, destroying history, culture, and the right to free speech.
1: Yes, and I would agree. Um, I'm going to make a bold statement, okay? Make it bold. Cancel culture is bad. <laughs> Whoa, calm down. <laughs> <laughs> so for, in case you don't know, I'm sure everyone knows what cancel culture is, but Wikipedia defines it as uh, a modern form of ostracism in which someone is thrust out of social or professional circles, either online, on social media, in the real world, or both.
0: Yes, and I'm sure everybody's heard stories of people getting canceled. And, you know, Ellen DeGeneres, Chris D'Elia, um Jimmy Fallon recently.
1: Yeah, Louis C.K. Louis C.K. Some people deserve it. Yes, so that that's another thing that I wanted to say. Cancel culture is in an effort for more tolerance, and and it's in an effort to prevent discrimination, and and uh, it can be a good thing. Yeah, if, if it is warranted. However, it is a very, very powerful, powerful weapon and should be used responsibly. And, and especially today, where we have so much social media presence, uh, everyone, everyone in the world is using social media and we have the ability to ruin almost anyone's life with the click of a, of a button. Um, yeah. We've got to be very careful about using this cancel culture thing.
0: I haven't had anything to eat today. Yet, and uh, this Irish coffee is trying to hit me a little
1: hard. Uh-oh.
0: <laughs> yeah, I need to slow down a little to, bit. We're going
1: to have to do it again tomorrow. Oh,
0: <laughs> Third taping of episode one. Yes. Um, but no, you're absolutely right. And I, I I, do agree that the public should hold you know, those in power, whether that's they're in power because of uh, celebrity status or political power or anything like that. They should hold them responsible for their actions. Absolutely. But it comes to a point where... It borders on sort of a morality police kind of concept. It it, it gets into a little totalitarianism, uh, if if you wanna swing it that way.
1: Well, because we as uh, you know, I keep going back to social media, but I think we as users of social social so, 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 thought 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 media. <laughs> Yeah. Social media have the, like I said, I'll say it again, the ability to ruin people's lives very easily. Oh, absolutely. And in in
0: this day and age where everything is social, everything's online. Everything's public. Everything's online. Everything's out there. Um, it, It really can ruin people's life. But people do that on purpose, you know, because there's, so there's, I read this thing. It was talking about sociometric status versus socioeconomic status. And sociometric status, if you don't know, is how other people view you how they respect you how they value you as a person that's your sociometric status socioeconomic status is how your checking account lines up with someone else's that's a really big word for you I know I
1: I, I was on uh uh Google were, Thesaurus you're yeah, yeah. on the internet trying to sound it out yeah I heard you I heard you trying to sound it out so yeah so
0: metric
1: yeah okay we we'll continue um
0: but Sociometric status versus socioeconomic status. Studies have shown that a lot of people value sociometric status more than they even do socioeconomic.
1: I would tend to agree. And I would say that, um, however, there is probably somewhat of a correlation that if your sociometric status is high, probably your socioeconomic status is pretty up there as well. That's true. That's yeah. true. And um, but
0: it... it was getting at there was how in socioeconomic status people are so chomping at the bit it's a dog-eat-dog world you know um people are constantly trying to tear others down to build themselves up Uh the same way works with sociometric status so when you being a celebrity or being not a celebrity trying to tear down another celebrity um just by the way things work, it also builds your status by, A, making you part of something. If you're part of this cancel culture, makes you part of something bigger. It gives you this morality, this moral superiority that people right. look at you and associate with you. But it also just uh, in relevance to someone else's sociometric status builds you up. And I
1: think a lot of people use it that way. And you've also got nowadays – well, you've had this forever, but it seems to be very strong nowadays, this concept of virtue signaling – Yes. Where um, that's kind of how we hold so much power over over people online is because when it kind of catches on that someone has done something that other people don't like, everyone wants to jump on that bandwagon. Absolutely.
0: Yeah. Can you pass me the coffee? It's, it's still hot? very hot. Is it hot? Well, uh, just a brief. I need to refill Technical my drink. Technical
1: difficulties. <laughs> Josh, can you entertain the public for me? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, what the other things that that need to be considered a, about cancel culture, right? So, there is there are more options than cancel culture. Um, there's actually four different concepts, really. Uh, there's calling in, calling out, boycotting, and then finally canceling. I gotta wait for this coffee to cool down. I can't. I can't pick this thing up. <laughs> I thought there there should be a handle on it. Should there not? Uh, I don't keep it on there because I'm not a bitch. Sweet. Would you like me to pour it for you? Please, yeah. <laughs> Pass it over here. <laughs> um, so,
0: ow. yeah, this cancel culture thing, thank you. <laughs> um, I don't know how, anyways, back to the point. The, uh, cancel culture is not a new thing. Um, and I think it is commonly attributed to the left, but it started as a conservative concept, um, at least as far back as I can, uh, as far back as I know, um, and the first instance, instance, popular instance that I know of. Thank you, thank you. I don't know how you did that. You're welcome. Yeah, you got those grandma hands. These old hands. Yeah, I bet you can take just a cookie sheet out of the bacon oven without. Yeah,
1: they are the uh, callous. They're like alligator
0: skin. Yeah, I'm not gonna ask why. Um, <laughs> yeah, don't.
1: <laughs>
0: um, but think salem witch trials okay 1690s that in and of itself was a form of cancel culture where a woman who was different basically was ostracized and then literally they well they killed her you know yeah um and i think that that is often it well it, it can be
1: attributed to a form of cancel culture could you agree with me that I can agree with you that yeah you can kind of make a connection there I think uh if you don't like someone or something you just cancel them or I guess back then kill them yeah and it, it comes from
0: cancel culture thrives off of a mob mentality
1: yes yeah well that's what I was talking about earlier with with jumping on the bandwagon and virtue signaling um, it is it is definitely a mob mentality and it's a very it's a very safe thing to do to
0: to be part of cancel culture it's not right. safe to be not a part
1: of it does that make sense yes yeah yeah because because nowadays especially there's there's it leads to the polarization of society and uh i think nowadays with the presence of social media and i keep going back to social media we're going to have an episode on social media because it <laughs> I is i think you're it is so a important. bit to do that yeah. one yeah um, social media and social media leads to the polarization of society because you've got these algorithms that show you what you want to see, and they continue to to separate people on each political side. So I watched a, a graphic one time to explain uh, how society has become more polarized with the presence of social media, and as oh, yeah, absolutely. yeah, as the years. Uh, It started in like year 2000, right, where where social media wasn't a huge thing. As they continued on up until like 2015 or so, like the gap between Republicans and Democrats, left and right, liberals, conservatives, whatever you want to call it, was relatively small. And as it went to like 2016, 2017, 2018, it, it it was tenfold. I mean, it just, yeah. it shot up. The gap is huge now because of these algorithms that show you what you want to see. So they're not showing you uh, centrist things. They're showing you extreme things from the side that, that you want to see it. Yes. So I, I think it's important for us to continue to be center and be centrist and be rational. And, and if you don't like something that someone else has to say, um, think about it and think about it again and, and, and wonder, think, is it? actually a horrible thing or is it just their opinion and do i just disagree with it because my opinion is different right exactly um and a a big part
0: a good point i think about cancel culture is that i mean how you can't really say that you can't do it you know because i think that it is something that should be done in the instance
1: of Louis CK. And in then says, yeah, people like Louis CK. Uh, you know. For those who don't know, he was being sexually inappropriate to yeah. people backstage. Yeah, he was using his like his status in the industry to his
0: sociometric status. His sociometric status. Yes. in the industry to yeah, to um basically manipulate people into uh, he was like Jerking off in front of people. That's it was, what I heard, yeah. Yeah, weird. And then there's also other people, like R. Kelly was peeing on little girls. Yes. Um might be an exaggeration, but um, but that that's basically what it was. Um, but then there's also people who, now do you think, all right, uh, I got a scenario for you. It's a real one. Jimmy Fallon.
1: Heard of him? I've heard of him before, but I've oh, never. Oh, James Fallon. I've never met
0: him. No, no, me neither. Um, but yeah, Jimmy Fallon, 20 years ago on SNL, he did blackface, okay? Okay. Him and Jimmy Kimmel both, actually, but it's interesting that only Jim and Jimmy Fallon is catching the most flack for it. I don't know why. I think it's because
1: uh, that's what got popular. J- j- you Jimmy know, Fallon more popular than Jimmy Kimmel? Yeah, and people... Just paid more attention to, to Jimmy Fallon. Yeah, probably. That's actually a good point. Uh, so that like there we J- go again. The sociometric yes. status
0: people want to tear down the bigger dude. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, but yeah, he did blackface uh, in an impersonation of Chris Rock, and um, you know this was in the year two thousand. Not saying that blackface was okay back then, but you know things weren't as polarizing back then as they are now. Like things are. Oh my God! If you did blackface now, like you would I, I think we'd bring back was, the salem witch trials and burn you at the chris stake. Rock, i think that's how it
1: <laughs> was chris rock okay with
0: it well it's funny you ask because he literally said um he brought it up and he says this was his comment on it years later chris rock says his intention wasn't to hurt me uh a lot of people say that intention doesn't matter but it does those oh, were his, absolutely his exact intention words matters. yes um and and he's absolutely right. You know he is absolutely right. It was a it was a comedy skit. Um, they were both working for SNL at the time. I'm pretty sure. And they're they're and I know it might be not politically correct in the year 2000. People were less worried about that kind of thing. Um, but yeah, he did he did an impersonation of Chris Rock in blackface. Now, do you think that he should now be held accountable for that as if he did it today? No. I, I think so too. I
1: I I don't think he should be responsible for it. It was a different time. It's twenty years ago. It's, it's not saying that racism was okay back then. It's not saying no that. definitely and, and, not. And, and it's not saying that people being okay with racism is okay. But I don't find that racism. Right. I don't find that racism because it the, it doesn't because have the intention his, of being yes, racist. It's his friend, and he was ragging on his friend, and they were doing a comedy skit, and right. Chris Rock was okay with it. Now, and SNL prides itself on going out of bounds, at least I
0: think it used to. I don't know how it is now. I don't watch it anymore, but uh-huh. but it, it did blur the lines a little bit between what's okay and what's not okay, and that was, that was a lot of times in skits what was funny, you know? Um, so, and I'm sure they knew blackface was probably not the politically correct thing to do, but uh, they did it because it,
1: be, it would be shockingly funny. You know what I mean? Yeah, and... I think that we yes absolutely have to take intentions into account. I don't think that he was uh, doing it to be racist. Absolutely, I think that he was doing it to to be funny, like you said, and and to do a skit that was uh, that was um, ragging on Chris Rock, and Chris Rock was okay with it. Now, I, I guess also you could think of the other side and say maybe there are plenty of uh, black Americans that are not okay with it. Yeah, uh, and and that is there's something to be said about that, but I don't. I think that we've got to look at intentions, and I'm not in a position to um, say what is okay and what's... I'm not in a position to say that blackface is okay, doing right. blackface. I'm not in a position to say yeah, that. Yeah, right? no, we're not trying to defend blackface at all. But I do think that we just have to look at things rationally and be like, all right, dude, like, we're not okay. This is an instance where you would want to call out. Yes. Call out. So yeah. we, we didn't actually touch on those four different things. Sorry, yeah, I, I was... That's okay, focus on my coffee, yeah, so, so calling in uh apparently from what I've read is when you privately tell someone that what they're doing is not okay privately, right calling out is when you publicly tell someone that what they did was not okay, boycotting is when you stop funding them mm-hmm. until they stop doing what they're doing, and then canceling is finally just ruining their lives right um Ricky Gervais
0: actually mentions this um he says he said i have this written down too uh people are allowed to not watch your stuff or not buy your things but they aren't allowed to force other people um by shaming them into
1: not buying your stuff and not you know buying your things uh i would tend to disagree but the wording is, is kind of strange because Yeah but, well I, I, I You're not allowed to force anyone to do anything at all. You're not allowed to force someone to not watch something. Right. However, you are allowed to publicly make it be known that someone is doing something that's kind of fucked up and it, then it's up to the other people to decide whether they want to keep Absolutely. The what he what he was getting at here and I I messed up the
0: what he was saying, basically, um, is he saying that you personally are allowed to do whatever you want, right? Right. You, if you don't like someone, you don't have to watch their movies, you don't have to buy their their merchandise or anything like that, right? But what you can't do is tell someone else that they are less
1: of a person for be- for not doing those things. Yes, you know? you're absolutely right. We saw this in 2020, I think, a lot. Um, and but there, and, and there is something to be said about, uh, is that very strong? I put a lot of whiskey in this one. Oh, good. It an accent. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, we're filming this again. Later. <laughs> later. <Yeah. laughs> uh, well, there, there's something to be said that if you're not part of the solution, then you're part of the problem. That, that can be true in a lot of instances, but sometimes people are part of the solution privately um, and you can't hate on somebody because they're not publicly part of the solution. Right. And and you kind of really just have to leave other people alone. Right. It, it, there's also something to be said about maybe you're you also cannot be part of the solution but not part of the problem, you know? Is that does that make sense? That kind of twisted my brain a little bit. Okay. So let's say uh and the issue in the instance of racism. Okay. Uh and trying to fight racism in America. Uh, a lot of people in 2020 were saying that if you weren't part of the solution, you were part of the problem. So I take that as meaning, if you're not out in the streets demonstrating, if you're not donating money, if you're not calling out, calling in, um, maybe canceling, things like that, uh, then you are part of the problem. But I think that someone can also not be racist and not be contributing to the issue of racism, but also not be calling out, not be calling in, not be demonstrating. Um, Mm -hmm. Just not being racist is actually part of the solution. Absolutely, yeah. It should be a general mindset among people to not
0: be racist, you know? Yes. It, it, um, and I think I think you're right. I think people that whether they, they – like if they're not even going out in the streets and demonstrating and stuff like that, but they just are a good person, I think the more people like that will spread that among more people. Does that make sense? Yes. Um, they might not be in the streets demonstrating – but just the people that they're hanging out with, people see that you're a good person, Yes. right? Mm-hmm. So they want to emulate you if you, if they think you are a good person, because with that comes respect, with that becomes sociometric status. Um, right, right, right. That they want to build their own maybe, and they realize, hey, this dude's doing something right, so they want to be like you. Um, and I think that just one, one aspect of it is not being a bad person, not being uh, racist, and people will see that and want to
1: recreate that in themselves absolutely and it is very important that we just spread love just being compassionate being empathetic yeah Yeah. spreading love you know what i mean it's it's, that's that is one of the most important things uh, yes is is to just be empathetic and, and compassionate towards everyone other other human beings um you said this earlier you said you sounded cheesy but i think it's not cheesy um we are not Different races. We're all the human race. <laughs> yeah, I just won't <laughs> we are different races, but we are all humans.
0: Yeah, and and I agree with that. But it, I just said it sounded cheesy because it seems like something that would be on like written on like some boards, painted on some boards yeah. that are hung up on my grandma's it house. Is, you know? it is
1: so true, right? When you right re- next to
0: home is where the heart is. I
1: read something <laughs> one time about a uh, about an astronaut who spent a lot of time in space looking at the earth and when he came back he said that his entire view of humanity had changed because really? he was looking at everyone and on on an on, he was looking at the earth everyone on it he, he didn't look at at different races he said i'm up here and the humans are down there right i'm a human right bird so what I don't is I don't know the exact would be crazy to be up there yeah. and look down and be
0: like I can see everybody right now yeah and like, I doubt he
1: could see well, individually each person I hope
0: not I hope he didn't see what I was doing at oh, the time yeah <laughs> <laughs> um, but no like to, to think just how wild that is that you it'd be so cool to be an astronaut to be up there and just see the world and be like I can't see people but I'm looking at everybody right now I'm this, looking at where everyone I know is exactly this 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 floating orb I can't see the life on it but I know it's teeming teeming with life
1: yes and he knows that he's up there and the people on that globe are fighting each other and that's yeah a crazy thing starting to go down a little bit of rabbit hole yeah at least I yeah. am my mind's going to space me too um
0: but here's another instance of it and um sorry I just I, I have a bunch of examples
1: of it uh in, in different aspects you know give me a an example where it was justified. Well, we did Louis C.K. Do you have another one? Oh, where it was justified? Yeah.
0: No, I don't have another one for that. Justified. I mean, there there are many instances where it is justified. We did Louis
1: C.K. R. Um, Kelly.
0: Yeah. What about uh, Ellen DeGeneres? Ellen DeGeneres. See, I don't know because I could go either way on this one. I I I think that you should create a work environment that is for the for people who don't know. Ellen DeGeneres uh, was well, people tried to cancel her. They didn't cancel her because she just signed on for two more years back in December. Wow. Yeah. Um, but people tried to cancel her based off of complaints about her basically hosting a toxic work environment, right? Yes. Um, where people felt uh, overworked, or um, they some people say they got fired for like taking uh, well, like sorry, uh, taking like. I guess leave.
1: For oh no, a, it's called vacation in this vacation. Thank you. Yeah.
0: <laughs> uh, oh God. Uh, for <laughs> taking vacation time to like you know go see if they're sick or you know go go to a funeral. Apparently, like they'd come back and they'd have lost their
1: jobs because they were on a break. And Ellen DeGeneres was being extremely rude to them personally. Yeah, I heard that too. Yeah. Here's my opinion. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is the beauty. We will get into this topic later on in the show, but uh, this is the beauty of being capitalist. Um, you can leave that job. Yeah. You can go find a different job. And people say, you know, um,
0: that, well, if I leave this job, I don't have the guarantee of another job. And that's true. But I think that if you did work on such a big show
1: as Ellen DeGeneres, you're probably going to be able to find a job. Sociometric metric and socioeconomic status is not worth your mental health and it's not worth anyone that treating yes. you as less of a person, right? Absolutely. So, but, I don't care what my expectations of my life and what my aspirations should be are, uh but I do care I'm not going to be treated like I'm less than a human. No, exactly. That and uh like you like you said kind
0: of it's when you let someone treat you you didn't say this but you did <laughs> um when that makes you a lot of sense yeah when you let someone treat you a certain way it's because well you let them do it yes yeah you this, are the com- whiskey's starting to tie yeah, my tongue a little I know bit what you're
1: saying this was a quote by i might be talking out of my ass here marcus Aurelius, i think uh, but if you allow someone to hurt you your mind is complicit in that yes it's, it's not exactly a quote but that is what he got at
0: yeah and you're absolutely right um, or he was absolutely right because you know if you're treating me like shit and I let you do it if I don't stop you you're at right, fault also I'm at fault also whether that's removing myself from the situation
1: or whether that's you know putting my fist through your calling face calling in calling out or <laughs> yeah physically yeah. physically dominating we don't right promote man. violence well yes we do <laughs> One warranted, Sometimes violence. When warranted. Sometimes violence is necessary. Sometimes, yeah. But but yes, you're right. And uh and um, we are So so yes, when you're on Ellen De- when you work on Ellen DeGeneres' show and she yes. comes in and she's being rude, um I'd say you call in or you call out, and then but if who's you have gonna to- call
0: in with Ellen DeGeneres? Who's gonna tell Ellen DeGeneres well, this pull is- her aside and be like, hey, you're being a
1: you're you're messing up right now um (laughs) that is called fortitude and it is a great virtue yeah i I wonder what you're saying would respect that someone who like she
0: doesn't probably even know the name of
1: you know that's interesting yeah if she would respect that well
0: that part goes to being a good leader i think it like a good leader would see that and be like almost thank you for telling me because you have to check your ego
1: yes yes i have seen plenty of leaders um that are bad at that and plenty of leaders that are good at that and let me tell you something right now I respect the ones way more that can listen to you as as um lower status lower i'm I'm trying to say I'm trying to stay away from saying lower ranking yeah <laughs> what am I trying to say how how is it in the civilian world uh, uh I don't know it's been a while lower status in your job right yeah uh Telling you that, that status is a good word for it. Yeah. Yeah. Telling you that uh, you're not being a good leader right now, and you listening and appreciating that they've told you. That's part of being, being able a to take leader. It. Yeah, yeah. That's part of being a leader is is learning from the people. That's why the people
0: should hold people those in power accountable for what they do. Yes. Absolutely. Yeah. It, it's called uh, democracy.
1: No. Well, kind of, but. Well, oh, it, yeah, you can make that connection there. Uh, I, can't, I can't think of the word. Yeah, it's, 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 um, um, The concept is disconnecting, right, your emotions from your job. Yeah. We're starting to go down another rabbit hole yeah, about we leadership. Are. We are. Um, But to get back to that
0: Ellen DeGeneres thing, uh, I don't know if – like, you could make the argument that she's not at fault because it's her executives that are making this toxic work environment. You know, she she shows up and she's basically well, no. the talent. She is the boss, but she's also the talent. Correct me if I'm yes, wrong. Yes,
1: but it was, it was her personally being very rude to the people that work for her. Well, what started
0: this was it was a YouTube star, a social media star, or something like that, was on her show. And then on a later talk show, she was talking about her experience on the Ellen DeGeneres show. I can't remember this person's name, but uh, she was saying basically uh, – she wasn't treated the way that she wanted, you know. Like when she got to the Ellen DeGeneres show, she was expecting like it to be like Disney World, you know, like confetti. Like it was going to be this amazing experience, and then instead, she was greeted by like an overworked intern, and like just what she saw was apparently Ellen didn't say hi to her before shooting, which was, in in my opinion, kind of rude, but also.
1: Uh, Ellen, then it's probably busy. <laughs> but that is uh, nothing compared to some of the stories that you'll read about Ellen DeGeneres. Okay. Have, have you read the story about... And I'm, I'm trying to find them right now. But have you read the story about how she had a camera film... She had a, a table. Yeah. And, and on the table was free merchandise. And it said, please take one. Right? Sounds pretty so nice. So all of the fans came in and they took one, right? She she was secretly filming it uh, by a security camera. There was a woman that took two. She took two things. Yeah. And uh, Ellen... Called her out publicly on her show and shamed her and made her go sit on a chair. Okay, I mean and, that's not cool. But yeah, and she and the lady seemed to me so sweet. Yeah, and she was so embarrassed. Oh, I'm and sure Ellen, she was. Ellen publicly shamed her and made her sit on a chair and said, "This is like your punishment." Is basically what she said. Yeah, that's not cool. That's she that was, was, she was wasn't handled. Basically, well. called her a thief and
0: like it is kind of stealing. It is stealing. Yes, but I don't think that that is in anywhere anywhere near the best way to handle that situation but it seems like ellen and ellen i she w- has so much money you think that she is no you know, i don't yeah. think that it was uh, i don't think maybe it, maybe it. it's it the seems- concept maybe she, uh, the the principle of uh, she felt she was getting taken advantage of maybe which still doesn't warrant it i i'm not i'm not defending her embarrassing this woman it is not
1: okay to steal no it, it's it is not, not okay. okay to shame people exactly that and it, it i think it's kind what, of calling out you know, out. What she, you know what she took uh i'm not positive it was something the things that were on the table were like pens coffee yeah. cups lanyards stuff like that so really she valuable things yeah, yeah right so um that that lady was embarrassed in front of almost like oh, millions and millions of people ellen degeneres is audience is huge. right? Right. People love
0: that talk show and have loved that talk show for I think 16, 18 years that it's been on, something like that. Um, Yeah, I know, it's crazy. Uh, So, you know, maybe, well, Ellen, the show is definitely and has definitely taken a hit for this and maybe Ellen will learn from it. And so I I think that that's maybe a positive uh, that can come out from cancel culture, you know, that if Ellen has signed on for two more years but maybe she's going to be a better
1: person. Um, we will see. I, I, yeah. You found the story? Well, no, I, I just found a page that was uh, giving a bunch of stories about Ellen oh, Yeah. I don't want to go down a huge rabbit hole, but I, I, wanna, I did want to ask you about this one. What's up? Uh, this is a tweet by Chris Farah. says, I worked at Real Food Daily, which is a restaurant, Served her and Portia at brunch. She wrote a letter to the owner and complained about my chipped nail polish. Not that it was on her plate, but just that it was on my hand. I had worked till closing the night before, and the next morning, I almost got fired. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) These are the things that Ellen DeGeneres has done. Yeah, that's... (laughs) That's so not cool.
0: Yeah, not cool. It's it's kind of funny. I think that's the way you
1: describe, and I think that's the way when I read about the stories. Right? Yeah. Yeah. When I read about the stories, I think that's just the way that I can describe it. She's just not cool, man. Yeah. And it's it's surprising because you think of her when you watch her show as being really cool,
0: really cool, really nice. I'm surprised it took this long to come out. Actually, that she is acting this way. Me
1: too, because she really, really has you fooled.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Um, another instance, and I want to get your opinion on this because it could go either way. Also, yeah, talking okay. uh, so from a different aspect of cancel culture because we talked about like racism and then like um, sociometric kind of you know sexual misconduct and stuff like this. This goes into women's empowerment. All right. Okay. Alright? Okay. <laughs> yeah. Please. Uh, fist distance I away you from the a mic. Fist
1: distance from the mic. Yeah. <laughs>
0: um, so Lana Del Rey recently has gotten canceled. You like Lana Del right?
1: I do, yeah. I like Lana Del Rey, too. Yeah. Of course I do.
0: Um, so she was accused of promoting women being undervalued in relationships and staying in toxic relationships, and she was accused of being anti-feminist, okay? So... she Run that by me again. Okay.
1: <laughs> the Irish call he's kicking in.
0: Yeah. Um, so she was accused of promoting women staying in... Toxic Relationships. Okay. Okay. And she was accused of being anti-feminist. I want to see what she said because I might... So so it's it's talking about her songs, basically. Her songs about... and, and All right. This may, might explain it more. This was her kind of response to it. She, she put it out on Twitter. Uh, she said, Now that Doja Cat, Ariana, Camilla, Cardi B, Kehlani, and Nicki Minaj, and Beyonce have number one songs with... Uh, Nope. Have number one songs about being sexy, wearing no clothes, fucking, cheating, etc. Can I please go back to uh, making songs about being embodied, feeling beautiful, and being in love, even if the relationship isn't perfect? And she got canceled for that. She got canceled for that. Yeah. Are you serious? She later says in the who tweet would that she's who not like that. I know. How can you argue with that? You know. This is the th- this I, is this I'm comes all, back like to like socio- body positivity. Sure. Yes. Yeah. Right.
1: But this comes back to sociometric status. Those people, Ooh, Doja Cat, yeah, whoever maybe. else she listed off when, when you were talking, uh, they are of much higher status than she is. They're more popular than she is now. Yes, um, definitely even now. Lana Del Rey is very, very popular. Yeah, because Tumblr kind of fell off. Yeah. <laughs> I, I never had a Tumblr, so I No, me
0: neither. But, but it, it, it seems like at the peak of Tumblr was the peak of Lana Del Rey.
1: And... Now is the peak of Doja Cat. And now is the peak of Doja Cat because it's the peak of TikTok. TikTok, Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. There's a connection there, maybe. There probably is. Yeah. Uh, but how could you not like that? How could you not like what she said? Yeah. How can you argue with that, you know? Um, what what happened was, in my opinion, is that people hated that she was putting down Doja Cat. Or she wasn't even really... I'm. I'm using. No. Gojica, so, she, so this.
0: So no. 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 So this was her response to being canceled. So she was canceled right, before it. this. You understand? So like. Um, oh
1: shit! People were what saying was she canceled
0: for her songs. I, I don't know specifically or any lines in the songs, but apparently in her songs she. Um, my my phone went off. I hope. I don't know what that means. Did it die? I don't think it died. Anyways. Um, I guess we won't have video for yeah. You guys can look the second at half of this. Hey,
1: you guys are very lucky.
0: <laughs> um, I think I think you did this. I think you sabotaged me for, somehow. Anyways, so people are accusing her of in her songs uh, promoting women staying in toxic relationships. Right. Right. And she replied to that basically saying, "Can I?" I she's singing about being embodied, being in love. Or feeling powerful because you're in love, even if the relationship's not perfect, which I think is the reality.
1: A lot of relationships aren't perfect, the, right? Um, I think that that is an understatement. <laughs> no relationship is perfect. Exactly. exactly. Absolutely zero relationships yes. are perfect. So,
0: how can you how can you argue with that and and say that she is? I mean, I'm, I'm sure if a woman is in a toxic relationship. That Lana Del Rey doesn't want her to stay in that toxic. Relationship. And she
1: didn't say that she wanted women to stay in toxic relationships. She said that em- embracing relationships and being in a relationship, even if it's not perfect, and I totally agree with that. I mean, no relationship is going to be perfect. Like you're, we talk about relationships later on. We're we were talking about uh, <clears throat> doing a, a, an episode on relationships, uh, and and we'll we will get into that more in that episode but just to touch on it yeah no relationship is going to be perfect like every single relationship is going to have issues and in today's society where sex is so readily available with the presence of social media with the presence of dating apps and in making things so easy just to go hook up with people relationships have gotten even harder because people don't people realize how easy it is to just go find someone else yeah and um I think that's what she was getting at is that staying in a relationship is actually really cool. To work on it. To right. work on it, yes. right? What did Justin Bieber say? Um The grass ain't greener on the lonely. other. Oh, side. The, oh yeah. It's green where you water it, right? Yeah. Yeah. I like that quote. Say it again, sorry, I ruined it. The grass ain't I it's not actually an exact quote, but something along the lines of the grass ain't greener on the other side, it's green where you water it. Yeah. Which makes a lot of sense, it doesn't does. it? Yeah.
0: Um but yeah, I just wanna bring that, that up because I, I it could go either way, I think. And and I I'm personally I, I'm on Lana Del Rey's side of
1: things, you know. I am too. There's yeah. an instance where I don't think that she should have been cancelled. Exactly.
0: But she's taken such a hit because uh she she well she, she's not singing about being naked and cheating and fucking and all that. Hey Google. Play Lana Del Rey. <laughs> um so, also another person that was canceled, uh, because I, I think a lot of these people so far we've talked about have been canceled by the left. Someone that was canceled
1: by the right. Yes, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, the left generally does use cancel culture well, as a th- Well, I think they do it more publicly. They do it more publicly. Yes. But it does happen on the right. Oh,
0: absolutely. Colin Kaepernick.
1: Colin Kaepernick.
0: You know who that is? Yes, I think I he's do. a soccer player. I don't watch sports ball very much, <laughs> to be honest. Yeah, uh, um, Colin Kaepernick is a football player, uh, yeah. and he's a quarterback. And during the national anthem, I think this happened back in 2015 or it was 2016, a while ago. Yeah, yeah. but uh, during the national anthem, he he and, knelt during it right? instead of standing. Yeah, and his career took such a hit for it. He yep. was because people were just Living. really. Yeah, the right livid, was livid. Right? The left was the left encouraged it. Supporting him, yeah. Supporting yeah. him. Um, and I think... I, I don't know. I could go both ways on this because...
1: I, I can tell you uh, I think uh, that canceling him was incorrect. I think as much as I think you're an asshole for not standing during the national anthem, yeah. as much as I think... And, and let's also touch on the fact that he was doing it because of racial injustice in America. Right,
0: yeah. That was, that was his... Uh, his stance his, yes. what he was trying to promote
1: so or you know. as much as I think that if you find America racially injustice you've you've got to still promote the fact that you love America and you want to fix America because you love America right yes. instead of saying I hate America right and and maybe he wasn't saying that however the national anthem um, it's very near and dear to to me, and I always find it very respectful to to stand during the National Anthem. Right? Yeah, I, I, I agree. And it's because I'm very patriotic. So I would like to see people sometimes being more patriotic and and wanting to fix things because they are patriotic and not ragging on America as a nation but ragging on the problems that America has absolutely because there are racist people and because there is systemic racism present in America doesn't mean that America is a bad nation
0: exactly I was talking to someone else about this about loving your country whether you don't love the government you know
1: right yeah and and or the people in the country right ag-
0: exactly yeah um, it's, it's kind of a no, no, it's a, it's a thing that we can talk about later. You have to love it to make it great. Absolutely, you have to love it to fix it. Exactly. Right? If yeah, um, you know why why present a problem without uh, creating a solution? a solution? Yeah, yeah. That,
1: uh, creating presenting a problem without presenting a solution is just called bitching. <laughs> yeah. It's just complaining. <laughs> exactly. You, you've got to create. You've got to come up with a solution. You've got to be a part of a solution and and present ideas, especially if you're that passionate about it. But with Colin Kaepernick, um, and as much as I was saying everything, like I disagree with him kneeling. I think there are better ways to go about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't think he should have been canceled because it is his right in America. Exactly, we have we That's have what makes America great. Yes, you know. So there, here is an instance where the right has canceled somebody for doing something, which is crazy because um,
0: it is. Well, the, yeah, exactly. This this goes back to free speech because with free speech comes the right. To demonstrate, right? Right. So, and that's what he was doing. He was he was demonstrating. He w- he was protesting yeah. peacefully, might I add, peacefully, yeah. very peacefully. Not I, doing no anything one got wrong. Hurt. Yeah, no, no one got hurt. And no that buildings got
1: burned. But here's the thing: that doesn't mean that everyone else has to kneel. Everyone else can stand, and everyone else can respect him. Right. It doesn't mean that everyone's got to jump on the bandwagon and, and do it. Exactly. Exactly. Um, and and yeah. So
0: it's crazy how. The right complains about cancel culture ruining free speech and stuff like that, and I, and I can agree that cancel culture does ruin free speech. But it's mostly the right that speaks out against it. I think. Yeah. Um But they do but it. But so then they do it, and they also are promoting ruining freedom of speech. You know. So
1: I there, there are also instances that I read about with uh, the right trying to cancel uh, BBC. BBC. Yeah. uh, So conservative news outlets trying to cancel the the British broadcast channel. I think that's which is weird
0: because that's not even our country. But yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. But uh, they did it for uh, economical gain and political gain. Right. And and that came from a BBC spokesperson. Yeah.
0: Um, which goes back to tearing people down to build yourself up using cancel culture to do so. Yeah. Uh, Because people are. Uh, when going back to virtual si- virtue signaling the Irish coffee is hitting tomorrow, <sighs> isn't it I'm about to start doing some Irish jig or something that's <laughs> where um, yeah going back to virtue signaling um, it puts you in a position like like when you speak out against something it might make you feel morally superior, it might make you think that other people see you as morally superior. And so that's why people want to jump on the bandwagon because they want to be on the same sociometric status as the other people in it. Right. Correct? Correct. So um, people use that. People use that um, because it's a mob mindset. They put it out there, hey, I support this, whether they say it peacefully or not, Mm. or how they say it. in in the, you know, in the mindset, the other people, I'm getting, I've had too much. I've had,
1: <laughs> you, you can't formulate your thoughts. I can't. But I can't. That's normal for I've been for you.
0: rambling for the past <laughs> minute and I a half. I see what you're
1: saying. So what you're saying is that there are strength in numbers. There are strength in numbers, yes. yes. That's what you're trying to say. And, and, yes. and, and it, I agree and with you.
0: It, it comes off of a mob mindset.
1: Cancel culture feeds off of a mob mindset. It absolutely does. And when we say there's strength in numbers, right, people want to jump into the side that seems uh, stronger and has more numbers. But sometimes when you think freely, the side that doesn't have more numbers is actually the correct side. Yes. And
0: uh, I think that cancel culture um, hinders free thought.
1: It does absolutely. Yeah, because
0: because if you are part of this cancel culture, right, uh, like, Cancel culture is kind of not uh, – it's a broad thing with specific, like, uh, focuses within it. But if, if you were, say, um, women's empowerment, right? Right. And uh, you are supporting women's empowerment, blah, 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 blah all this. And then <clears throat> you think something different than the general mindset of it, whether you have been supporting it for the past, I don't know, however long. Um, and then you think something different. Then you can get canceled from cancel culture. Do you understand? Like, like they they can then use that and say, "Oh, you're not a true supporter." No matter what your intentions were, bef- behind your thought that was against them, right? You know, um, because there are two. There's two ways to look at. It. Let's, if we're talking about women's empowerment, which I use as an example, then think Lauren Del Rey, right? Uh-huh. So there's two ways to think about women's empowerment: body positivity, um, sexual. Uh, freedom, right? right? Mm-hmm. And then there's also loving yourself, right? right. In, in, a, in a way of, uh, okay, uh, as Del Rey put it, uh, feeling powerful and embodied because you're loved. Does that make sense?
1: Yeah, it does make or, sense. Or,
0: or drawing embodiment from that, I guess. Yeah. Um, and loving, working on the relationship, blah, 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 all that. Um, there's, there's two ways you could go about it, and, and if you're not part of one of the branches of this, I guess then they it's like if you're not with us you're against us which isn't always the case
1: yeah i i've seen that to be uh a phenomenon and and recently right if you're not with us you're against us and that is totally a, a very toxic mindset i i don't necessarily have to be with you or against you uh and i think that's one thing that we want to achieve with this podcast is the fact that a lot of times, you and I have very—I know this one—we really agree on. Uh, but a lot of Generally, times, yes, yeah, yeah. A lot of times, we have differing viewpoints, mm-hmm. and Which we are still, really friends, yeah, yeah, are still exactly. really good friends. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And we can sit down and have conversations, debates, arguments, and still be really good friends. Yes,
0: because we we disagree with the uh, the person, idea, the idea, but we we still love the person, right? You know, right. Um, because it goes
1: back to intentions and being able to judge someone's intentions. Absolutely. Absolutely. I have an instance of cancel culture that I want to bring up. Oh, yeah, please. Um, uh, the LGBT community is trying to cancel Chick fil A. <laughs> yeah. Because I, love Chick-fil-A. Uh, uh, and I don't, but Well, I love their food. It's not yeah. because of their political, moral right. standpoints. Um, they. They put out publicly that they believe that marriage should be between a man and a woman, right? Yes. Uh, me, as being part of the LGBT community, me as a gay man, right? I don't think that Chick Fil A should have been canceled for that. I, I agree. I, um, you know what's
0: interesting actually is is that uh, as a a Chick Fil A veteran, right? A, I, I worked at Chick Fil A. Oh, gotcha. Three years ago. Oh. Wow. Um, uh, if not longer, longer now, yeah. But um, there's people that I worked with that I'm not gonna out anybody or anything like that. But there, there are people that I worked with that were gay and they they worked at Chick Fil A. Yeah, I know plenty. Exactly. And there's there's plenty of people that are part of the LGBTQ plus uh, organization uh, movement oh, community community. Thank you. Yeah, that's what we call it. That's the word I was looking for. Yeah. <laughs> um,
1: there there are many of them that still love Chick-fil-A because of the food. The food's good. They can have whatever political viewpoint that they want and they can support uh whatever side that they want. Uh I don't care about their viewpoints. I care about their product. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And uh just because they have a different opinion than me um you know, I think it's very intolerant to dislike or to hate gay people. They don't necessarily they never said that they hated gay people. They said they didn't think that gay marriage should be a thing, and I don't agree with that. I, I mean, disagree as well, but it comes from a it comes from a place of religious religion yes, because yes. they
0: are. Uh, I mean, they're religion religious business, and
1: they've made that very clear. Yes. So how well, could I mean, you how is, expect them? How to, is that strange? Yeah, that's uh, that's that's very normal. Which is
0: interesting because didn't the pope recent the pope the yes.
1: pope yeah, recently said that. Uh, he was like he supported gay marriage. Gay, gay marriage, yeah. yeah. Which is incredible. We, we, yes, we, we love that. <laughs> we have been making milestones we all stand. over the world. <laughs> we stand that. Yeah. We've we've been make, we've been we have come so far, uh, the LGBT community. Yeah. And um but it doesn't mean that, that necessarily if someone doesn't agree with you that you have to cancel them cancel them. Because we should encourage free thought and we should uh maybe call out Maybe call in. Call in. And if call in doesn't work out, call out. Have, have the balls to call out. Exactly. Have the balls to yeah. call someone out in public. And
0: people need to be more progressive, I think. I, You know, we, we're not living in the 1920s anymore. But
1: in every single way. And, and people need to be more. Uh, if I call you out and tell you that I don't like something that you've said or an idea that you have, you should also respect me for calling that out. We can have a discussion. We can have a, a talk about that. Yeah. Um, and you should respect my opinions and I should respect your opinions. Exactly.
0: So how could, how could we sum this up, this this cancel culture? How do we sum this up?
1: Cancel culture has good intentions.
0: It has good intentions, but it can be misused. Misused. And yeah. It,
1: and I like the, uh, the weapon analogy. It is a weapon. It is a very dangerous weapon. Yeah. And yep. it can have consequences. Absolutely. Absolutely. Just the same way that your actions can have consequences, right? So... Don't be peeing on little girls. Like <laughs> don't R. Kelly. Pee on little girls. Don't, don't <laughs> masturbate in front of people. Nope. Don't that don't do want you to. Yeah. If they want you to, it is, do it. Yeah, do it. If
0: they want you to. If they want you As to is the key. <laughs> <laughs> don't. uh Yeah. Don't don't slam dunk any pills on anybody's drinks.
1: Listen. It's just don't hurt other people exactly exactly and, uh, live your life the way you want to be a good person be a good person live the life the way you want to work on your virtue yeah. work on your compassion towards other people and live the life the way th- live your life the way you want to and do not interfere with other people's lives uh, including don't cancel them if they just have a different opinion than you exactly look past the opinions look at the person
0: yeah well i'm glad that we were able to get this on the second try um yeah i, yeah, I think too. our conversation actually was much better on the second go i agree um i i'm i'm not gonna release the first one that was it was awful it honestly, was uh, it will be for our it. comedic gain only yeah you know we learned from it um but yeah I, I
1: i'm glad we had this conversation um so i'm glad we had this very great talk and it took a lot of fortitude. <laughs> yeah, it took a lot of whiskey too. <laughs> um,
0: I think if if I was to keep going, keep drinking right now, I'd be slurring my words and on the floor in a in a few it's, minutes. So hey,
1: it's Sunday Fun Day. It's Sunday Fun Day. Yes. Yeah. So yeah I was, I was, words. Today was gonna be a rest
0: day for me. I've been drinking so
1: much. I was gonna let my body rest. But I don't know about you, but uh, whiskey actually helps me rest. <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's because your body almost runs on it at this point <laughs> it's fuel yeah all right well, Devin, josh cheers cheers hey what's up guys this is josh i just want to mention that devin didn't record the first 40 minutes of our episode he is sometimes a little bit airheaded <laughs> but we love him for it and uh Maybe the Irish coffee got to him a little bit. But I also want to tell you guys uh, please send in your opinions, your questions, things you want us to consider, and the hill that you will die on at the hill I'll die on with no spaces, no apostrophes on Instagram. Come find us, come give us a follow, send us your opinions and questions, and we will definitely put them on our show. We will definitely talk about them, and we will definitely consider them. Thanks, guys. Thanks for listening, and stay tuned for more to come.